What worship isn't. This is the Worship Team Training Podcast with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Worst Team Training Morning Show on Tuesday. How are you? Great that you guys are here. So glad to see you this morning. How is everything? Hope that you guys are having a great start to the week and that you made it again to survive Sunday worship. So glad that you're here. Shakira is here with us. Shakira Monique, she's in the hot seat. She's getting ready to go. We're going to say hello to her in just a second. So glad that you guys are with us today. Thanks so much. All you peeps coming in. Treasure, what's up on Periscope? My sweetheart, it's been so long since you've been. I've seen you. I hope that you're doing well. And all of our friends here on Facebook Live also listen back to the playback audio on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spreaker. Thanks so much for coming out. If you guys would, please swipe and invite and let every Everybody know what is the hap so we can get into this discussion about what worship is not. Okay, good. Do it. Send it out to all your friends. And we're going to get going. My name is Brandon Dempsey, and I am a follower of Jesus. I happen to be, it sounds almost like a, a, a meeting, a 12-step or something, right? Every week. Sorry. But hey, I'm just introducing Brandon Dempsey here, follower of Jesus, and I happen to be the also a uh, Founder, CEO of WorshipTeamTraining.com, WorshipTeamTraining.com. You can find our workshops, our mentoring, and also our brand new university program. We do these live broadcasts like this on video through Facebook, Periscope, and Playback Audio on iTunes podcast as well. What's up, peeps? Listen to our audio podcast every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central, and you can always catch the playbacks every time if you are following us on our socials and also back at WorshipTeamTraining.com. This is for worship teams, leaders, pastors, musicians, singers, and tech. And we have uh, discussions about worship about every week. So I hope that you guys are doing great. And uh, we want to get to today's discussion about what worship is not. And so before we do that, I want to let you guys know a special uh, happening news coming out your way. We got some more guests coming for you. And we are so excited to share all the good news of what's happening. Uh, Last week, week we had a fun time and uh the past two weeks it's just been incredible uh sandra mccracken was on before that we had tim timmons and we also had our other guests uh this past thursday as well and we just want to say thank you guys so much for joining us this coming well which is tomorrow we have our webinar with kent morris he's going to be talking about dynamic mixing so if you are an audio tech or leader or a worship pastor leader and you need some help in getting in a better mix and dialing that in kent morris tomorrow 2 p.m if you become a member at wttu.co the link is right up there on the video just click on that link become a member and the webinar is free it's that simple and if you want to uh, do that you'll join us on our facebook worship team training university close page okay uh temporarily we have our sites right now very happy to announce our brand new 
new WTTU.co website, and we are refining it as we speak. So in the meantime, we're having some of our webinars and shows on our Facebook closed university site. So don't forget to check that out, members. I know that you guys are uh, paying attention. So uh, this Thursday, we're going to have David Manor on. That is November the 9th. David Manor is a theologian and worship leader out from the Baptist world, and it's going to be awesome to hear his take and his uh, studies and insight on worship. I love what he's doing. you got to make sure that you're joining us. Become a member to watch and join the show as well. Next week, John Chisholm and Susan Fontaine Godwin with Christian Copyright Solutions. That's going to be a lot of fun talking about songwriting and how to get your songs published. That's on Wednesday. That's another webinar, so become a member. And then later this month, we got, yes, we got more people. Matt McCoy from Loop Community and also joining us on November 17th, Jenny Owens. So you don't want to miss that. That is going to be a blast. We'll talk about worship, songwriting, and hear her heart. You don't want to miss it. So without further ado, let's talk with, speak with our awesome local worship leader guest, Shakara Monique. Shakara, how are you today? What's up? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. And uh, it's so good to have you. You were with us before. You're back again. Thanks so much. It's so great to have you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. So what's been going on in your world? What's the latest? Um, still working on my, I'm working on music, my second project, trying yeah. to get that off and, and done, almost done. Still have a few more songs to record. Um, just being a mom and taking care of the family and just living life. There you go. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And, uh, let's see, we're about your church. Tell everybody again, like, where are you from your church and that good stuff? Yes, I am a member of uh, Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia, where Bishop David Greer. Um, I am right now just a member because I haven't been there long enough. There is a protocol on being on the praise team. Um, So I have to serve in other areas for. And we just got frozen. (laughs) So let's check that out. And uh, yeah. So let's continue with this. We're going to be having Shakira in just a second when she comes back on. Hey, technical things happen. So um, as we talk about this you know, discussion about what worship is not, I'd like for you guys to tell me real quick as far as what is going on in your church. Um, want to know, you know, what is happening with your worship you know, is it sometimes, is it, you know, does it feel like people are taking it seriously? Uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, when we're in worship, they just tend to stand and sing. So as we come back to Shakira, obviously she's having just a few difficulties, but uh, we are working on that right now. And I know she's trying to get back in. Uh, so tell us real quick, as you guys would, please comment into the box uh, that you're watching right now, Facebook Live and also Periscope. And let me know, because we're going to be talking about this topic and we're going to have Shakira just come back in a second so I'm just going to uh, do this for a quick second and I want to ask you guys as we're kind of uh, just seeing where she's at I know she's coming back on board I want to know what is it like in your church do you feel like uh, worship is just not moving Uh, does it feel like maybe it's a train each week and uh, here's the thing about worship and and as you guys would just you know type in your comments I'm going to get Shakira back as soon as the uh, her technology the technology comes back and everything we do a lot of emphasis on music okay Um, 
And so we, we want to make sure that as we are leading our worship services, you know, music is great and, and that's something that we'll always have, but it can always be taught. But what is the heart of worship in your church? Uh, just an example, this past Sunday, and as we're trying to get Shakira's video back up, so hold on a second, and I think she's coming. Uh, Treasure says this on, on Periscope. Thanks, Treasure. At some churches, it's barely there, and others, it's off the chain, she says. I love that. It uh, looks like we got Shakira back. Shakira, hey, we missed you while you are gone, but we just, you know, it's all good. No, I hate it happens, but you're here. So tell us again, uh, you're, the city where you're from and the church again where you're at? Yes, um, I'm from... Uh Fredericksburg, Virginia. The church that I attend is Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia with Bishop Greer. Um, right now, like as I said, I am um, in the uh, transition to be a part of the praise team, but as I said, that there are protocols and everything. You have to be serving somewhere for a few months before you can be a part of um, the praise team. So I'm going through all of those little transitions before I can um, officially join. Awesome. So what... Uh, Okay, good. I remember that from the last time. So tell me, like, yeah. tell us what is, sorry about that, uh, what is worship like in your church? Like, is it oh. is it alive? Is it something that maybe it feels like, you know, trudging through mud or the sand or what? No, it's, I, I love the worship at our church. I think it's awesome. honest, you know. It's why, not, is it on, why is it honest? What makes it honest? I love that. Because it's not about like, you know, there's some churches where it's all about the show and the lights and mm. the smoke and the, you know, and um, to some people, it could be a distraction. Um, but to me at our church, it's the worship leaders are they're honest in who they are. They they share their stories and their testimonies as they're leading worship Um and it's, it's not a big fanfare. It's truly about, you know, offering up what we have to, to God and connecting to him. Hmm. And, and, I, and I love that. Awesome. So let's jump into some questions. Like, you know, do you think, I mean, you've, you've led worship. You've been in other churches like your last one. Um, do you think that people like where we're maybe you said in your church, and that's refreshing to hear that it's honest. I love that answer because I feel that we've gotten away from that. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was beginning to share the folks right here, and I want you guys to chime in as well. So uh, Facebook Live and Periscope, let us know what's up. Uh, some people feel, I, I was getting into this, that you know, music uh, seems to be more of the, music is, seems to be more of the emphasis on what we do, and we kind of forget about uh, the real purpose of why we're there. So my question is, do you think that people in general at church, do they have the wrong idea of what worship is, and they think maybe it is just about the music, or is it something else? It, it, of course it's something else, but um, I think sometimes churches want to get into to what's popular, mm-hmm. you know, and on um, not necessarily what is needed for your specific church. Um, I think each church has their own sound um, and it has to coincide with what the pastor is preaching about, what what's going on in that community. 
you know, all of those things are important. So those are the things that you should pay attention to when you choose the songs that you're going to lead on, um, on Sunday. I, I think that's always important. You shouldn't just pick a song just because, you know, that's what's the latest that's being played on the radio. And, you know, the, <laughs> the, it, it should be about, you know, the, what's going on in your church, in the community and, Crazy. and what the pastor is, uh, speaking about what his message is about. I think all of that should coincide together. Love it. Uh, Periscope right now is just going off the wall. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for the hearts. Uh, Love Shakira, right? She's awesome. Uh, So tell me this. Tell us this. What is worship not like in your church? Does that even make sense, that question? What is worship not like? Uh, Worship isn't selfish. Um, Yeah. It's because it's not about you. If if you're up there and, and it's all about your time to shine and you can't wait for your solo so you can do your thing, that's definitely <laughs> that's definitely what worship is not. Right. Exactly. It's not it's not about you. It's about it's about being an example of um, you know, there are people who are going to attend your church who have never experienced worship they've never experienced church and so you are the example um of what it should look like Hmm. and it should always be uh you know there's a a, there's a vertical where you know you're showing them that this is this is our time to uh to worship him to praise him to to glorify him to you know connect with him and it's Mm -hmm. just it's always that kind of connection is not about okay, you know, we about to sing these cool songs and we're gonna play our music real loud and we're gonna dance around it on the stage and there has to be a connection with the with the audience so, and with God. So what makes it not a connection? Why have we become and when you say that then I'm thinking that we've become disconnected in some way. Where where has that happened? Or where have you seen that? I've seen it um I, I've seen it because there are times where it's it's just like you know when you go to like a concert, right? Usually when you go to concerts, it's just because you want to hear your favorite songs, you want to hear the music, and it's not really about. Um, there's time all you hear is the music. I for me, I've all I know a difference when I'm connecting to the people and when I just got up there and put on a show, and it's when you hear the responses. Um, if I hear a response like, girl, you sang that song and woo, you, I was, and I, I'm like, hmm, okay. But when somebody comes and they want to share with me, um, something that they've gone through or they ask me to pray for them or they say, thank you for singing that song because it really touched me in a special place. Then you know that you actually are connecting to the audience and you're connecting with God and you, you know, you're doing your purpose and you're not just up there singing a song. Sometimes you can mm-hmm. get up there and just sing and yeah, you sound nice, but if nobody was touched and if, if, if you, if the anointing didn't show up, if, you know, there's times where folks will just sing and that's it. So, Nothing so let me ask you a question. Do you think that we as worship leaders or worshipers, do we just show up unprepared? Oh yeah. Okay. Especially if you think you got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you're one of those people who's like, Oh, I don't, I don't have to, I got it. 
you know, there's always preparation. You have to worship at home first. Mm-hmm. Worship it begins at home. You get in your prayer closet or wherever it is, and and you have that one-on-one time with Him. Mm-hmm. You know, and make sure you're right, and and then you can you can do the same because it sometimes you know you just can't turn it on. It's not it's not a light switch. You just can't. All right, I'm I'm getting ready to do it. You know, do you it think, takes preparation. But do you think that's where most people find the rub, where they find the struggle because it's not a light switch, and we're just <laughs> you know seriously, we want you know it's like every worship leader wants the church to sing, they want everyone to sing, and then it doesn't happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, so then, is it right for us to blame the church for not singing, or oh, e- or, no. or 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 it, do we blame ourselves? Um, do you struggle with that? Of, I've been guilty of blaming myself. I, I'll be honest. There's been times where um, an audience didn't get with me, and I and I go, oh, okay. Was it was it me? But like I said, there you have to. Um, I kind of um, learned that you have to find your audience. Um, there was a um, a charity event that I sang at, and most of the audience, and I'm going to try and find a respectful way to say it, were uh, seasoned saints. Let's they say were, church. Con- let's say congregation, church, yeah, not, yeah, not, were, not audience, right? Because they're not an audience, are they? Yes, yes, not okay. an audience. They're the, the, the congregation, the church. church. Yes. Okay, very yeah, good. The church, they were they were seasoned saints. There were a lot of older Christians, and yeah. um, my music tends to um, go towards uh, younger, younger Christians, so I was thinking, you know, how can I make sure that they still connect to, you know, the songs that, that I had prepared. And, um, I was praying in my seat and I was just asking God just to, you know, to use me and, you know, to help me connect to them, you know, in a way that, that, you know, they'll understand. And, um, the, uh, group that was before me sung this beautiful song mm. and it, it touched me yeah. and, and, um, you know, because, um, my son was sick earlier that morning and I wasn't sure if I was going to make it. He was like very ill. He was throwing up and, and I wasn't even sure if I was going to make it. And so, um, that song that they sung a song is called too blessed to be stressed. And it was like, <laughs> it was like quartet style. And oh, no. You know? And, um, when I got up there, I thanked them for singing the song and, you know, I sung a little bit, um, of the song that they sung and it helped to connect the audience with me and not just go, okay, who's this young girl up here with purple hair? What is she, mm-hmm. you know, what is she about to sing? You know, cause sometimes they will just stare at you. They mm-hmm. won't get with you. They'll, they'll stand there, but you still have to do what it is that God has called you to do. You can't just be like, okay, you know, get it, get stiff or, or get an attitude back or anything like that. You still have to, um, do what it is that you've been called to do. There's been plenty of times where I've just got blank faces mm-hmm. and I still smile and I still just worship them and, and do what it is that I'm, <laughs> that I'm supposed yeah. to do. But you can't blame them. And you, you know, everyone worship is different. Everyone's worship looks different. There are some who will cry. There are some who will run across the room. There are some who will just silently stand there and take it in. Never assume that because they're not doing what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. that they're not being touched in some way. Hmm. So when um, it comes to the church, when it comes to celebrating God's people, when it comes to leading God's people to the throne, what comes to mind when you hear this verse, 
from Psalms 107.8, it says, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. How do you express that in leading worship? Oh, well. I know. Take a moment. Let it sink in. It's okay. Yeah. It, it happens. It's all right. <laughs> think about it. Um, How do you remind the folks to be thankful? How do you remind the folks to, to be thinking about his unfailing love? What do you do, Shakira? What do you do when you feel like maybe you failed at something, failed at leading, failed at something else, and God's unfailing love comes to you? What happens? Oh, wow. I think, uh, wow, his unfailing love. Wow. You're going to make me cry on your show. That's what it's about, cool. right? <laughs> um, that That is such a, a, a personal thing for me um, because if I can be completely honest, please, um, I am just now getting to a place where I personally have accepted his unfailing love. For a while, I thought um, that maybe God was mad at me. <laughs> I had Why? I had some I had some uh, a few years ago. Um, I had gotten pregnant, and um, I had a ectopical pregnancy. I lost the baby, and I actually oh. almost died. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. And um, because that happened i i was angry with god i'll be honest mm. because i didn't understand why mm. he allowed it to happen mm. so i i kind of just drew uh drew back and i started allowing the enemy to just tell me like oh you know you didn't deserve that baby you didn't you know mm. you're not who you're supposed to be you're not you know I've always felt like I was, I'm not where I'm supposed to be in, hmm. in the, as a, as a Christian, yeah. you know, I always feel like I should be doing more. I should be a part of more. I should hmm. know more, you know, I, I should be able to, you know, spout out scriptures just like that. You know, I've, I've always, um, condemned myself for not being where I think I should be. But, hmm. um, I, I talk to my mom a lot about the things that I go through and I finally learned and I actually um, learned it by going to see the movie, uh, the shack. Okay. And I went to go see it by myself cause I didn't want to be distracted. And through that movie, God showed me that, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, he loves, he died for this world. It says for God so loved the world. He loved us so much that he sacrificed his son for our sins. And you have to accept that, you know? And I, I sat there and I cried and I felt his love and I thanked him and I was in my car even afterwards just bawling and crying because I understood that he does love me unconditionally and his love is not performance based. There's nothing that we can do. Hmm. There's nothing that we can say, you know, you can't perform any better. You can't do any less. It won't change his unconditional love because it's unconditional. It's, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's not 
uh, predicated on who you are or what you do. And when you understand that and when you get that, you you have to be grateful for every breath. I'm thankful that I'm still here. I, I couldn't, I wouldn't have been here. Hmm. Amen. I, I, was, I was literally dying. If it wasn't wow. for the Holy Spirit telling me to call the ambulance, because I was just going to, I thought I was just sick. I was going to lay in the bed. Hmm. And if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit telling me to call the ambulance, this is serious. Wow. I was bleeding internally. I had no idea. And, but he loved me enough to tell me, daughter, you need to go. This is serious. And I'm still here. So God's love is, it's a, it's a gift that, that we should accept and we should thank him for on the daily basis. And, when you know that, then it should be so easy for you to just worship him in, in everything you do, not just on Sunday when we're all singing the song and everything that you do. Hmm. And I'm, I'm thankful every day to be here because it would not have been so. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Shakira, that's a lot of hard stuff, and and these are this is reality that I think a lot of us don't touch upon because we think that we have to be such a certain way when we lead worship, or we got to put up a front and think that we got it all together. But you know what? I love your tears. I love your realism because this is exactly what God wants when we lead worship. He wants brokenness. He doesn't want perfection. Doesn't that feel good to yeah. know to know that worship doesn't depend on you and me? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he's so patient. Um, Michelle on a, hola, what's up? Michelle says this on Periscope. I'll try to get the church to see that there is someone in between us and God's eyes. Um, you shared some incredible things. What, when you look back and I said that verse and that's what, I mean, that's what really pulled your heart was thinking about God's unfailing love. So when you move forward through life, what gets you through those days when it's tough? What gets you through those moments when you are to sing or lead worship and you just don't feel like it? What do you fall back on? I fall back on, on him. And I think of all the things that he's brought me through. Uh, Brandon, I've been through so much in my life and I'm still here. My mother always said, she said that the average person without Christ probably would end up in a crazy place or, hmm. you know, or dead, you know, but yeah. I'm still here. And I, I feel like I have no choice but to worship him and thank him every day is why wouldn't you, mm -hmm. you know, when you, if you can just think about everything that he's brought you through, why, why wouldn't you? So then how are you telling that story? How are you helping your people with what you just said to thousands right now listening? Go. God loves you. He loves you unconditionally, and he loves you where you are. He loves you right where you are and for who you are. He loves you enough that he sent his son to die on the cross for all of your sins, your past sins, your current sins, your sins in the future. God already knows about everything. You're not a surprise. You're not a mistake. He knows mm. and he chose you. He chose you. And there's nothing you can do to change his love for you. 
there's nothing you can do to make him love you more. He absolutely just loves you. You're the apple of his eye. He adores you. Hmm. How his would, love is amazing. How would the worship change? And I'm just asking this of, of all mm-hmm. Periscope and Facebook Live. Thanks so much. How would the worship change if you led worship like this? Just talking it, about just talking about the real deal. It's honest. It's just it's like I said earlier. It's it's honest because you're worshiping from your heart, and you're not you're not just there playing the keys or, or just singing. You're not just it's not mechanics. It's actually mm. from your heart. Mm. There, you know, there's times where you can get used to it because it's something that you do every week. You know, it becomes like, like my job. I know what my job is. I've been doing it for years. So I, I just go to work and I'm just like, well, I'm plucking away at the computers. You know, it becomes kind of mundane, you, you know, because you do it all the time. But when it comes to, to worship, you have to always get that refresher and you have to always be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and what it is that, that God will have you to do on that Sunday as if it's just, it is a new day. You know, and you can't get used to it. Mm -hmm. It always has to come from here. It always has to come from your heart. You have to pull from those personal experiences. And sometimes you have to share those personal experiences because you never know somebody in the audience may be going through that same thing. I can't tell you how many women will come up to me after I share my story about losing my child and telling me that they went through that same thing. Mm. And to thank you for sharing it. Mm. Thank you. You know, and you never know who you're going to touch. Because that's ministry. Yes. It's not about going through the songs. It's not about going through the set. It's not about making a perfect service. It's about experiencing God's perfect love through you as he uses you. Yes, you may be just you think you're a guitar player or an audio tech, but God's using you way more than what you realize. And Shakira, that's a lot of deep stuff that you share with us because there's so many people out there, like you said, you're right, that may be going through something similar. And just because of your honesty, that's what helps lead people into worship and God uses that and he's used you today so thank you so much sweetheart for sharing that I know that's a lot of tough stuff but I know that I'm encouraged and I and I already uh, there are people on Facebook live thanking you for sharing your story thank you for that thank you for having me thank Mm. you so much Absolutely. And, uh, and guys, this is what it's about when we when we do these every Tuesdays. Most of the time we will have a guest on like Shakira. Jason G was up. Um, everyone's thanking you right now on Periscope as well, Shakira. Uh, these are real issues that we talk about, guys. This is not a uh, copycat try to look like the church down the street or look like another worship leader or, hey, I can one-up you or do this better than you. That's not what it's about. This right here, real life speaking, Holy Spirit moving through your church, the word, God speaking, this is what leading worship is about. And it's about connecting hearts and doing it in a real honest way. So, um, Shakira, thank you again for sharing your heart thank with you. us. 
Awesome. And uh, guys, we just want to also encourage you to come out tomorrow. Look, become a member at Worship Team Training University. Go to WTTU.co and you'll find more interviews like this, but you'll find awesome webinars like tomorrow. Kent Morris talking about dynamic mixing and what you can do in your church to bring out the certain EQs, understand other things like compression and whatever else to enhance the worship, but it's to help people be undistracted in worship. That's the whole point. And you're also, you're going to be glad next, uh, this coming Thursday with David Manor. David, who actually wrote today's article, and you can find that on uh, the website that I listed here in the show notes. So be sure to grab that. That's wttu.co slash 11-7-17. That's today's date. And you can get the full article when you become a member. John Chisholm, Susan Fontaine Godwin next week. And then at the very end of the month, well, actually on the 17th, uh, we're going to have Jenny Owens. So you want to be sure that you get here, get your seat at WTTU.co, become a member, get that. And then, of course, Matt McCoy at Loop Community will be with us later on this month. Guys, thanks so much for coming in and hanging with us today. We appreciate all your comments and your tweets, your, your, your PMs. Thank you for sharing us the real. And we pray that you share this real with somebody that you know that needs to hear this message today. Love you. And we'll see you guys back very soon next Tuesday at 11 a.m. and you'll see more Shakira also coming up. Love you guys. See you very soon. Bye. This has been a worship team training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship team training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.